Hello, everyone, and my name is Jesse. And I'm Megan. And this is The, the Subject, Subject Tonight. Tonight. I started The Subject Tonight as a radio show in college. Oh, I had a radio show. My name's Shut Jesse. Up, I had woman. a radio show once. My turn. <laughs> I started it in college, and it lasted for two years, and Megan decided she wanted to do a podcast. And I stole it, and I made it better. And made a true Frankenstein's monster of bullshittery. That's a really good description. Thank you. <laughs> Every single week, we choose a different subject, or a subject that you guys have provided for us, and sometimes we talk about it. Sometimes we get into a rabbit hole of bullshittery, like and you guys are just going to to it. You know what? It was worth it. Yes. <laughs> you can check us out on CastBox. We're on Stitcher and iTunes as well. And we also just started our own Let's Play on YouTube called Let's Play Tonight. We play all sorts of fun games, and we hope that you'll join us there. But until then, I'm Jesse. I'm Megan. And this was The, the Subject, Subject Tonight. Hey, Upchuck family. This is Aaron. This is Rob. And we're going to give you an off-the-cuff analysis, thoughts, processes, and critique of Blade Runner 2049. I feel like we should have an off-the-cuff, like... Intro? Yeah, it should be like, you know, off-the-cuff, you know what I mean? Something like that. Oh, we can get Susie to do that. I think that'd be so cool. To, yeah. Just a thought. Yeah, sure. Why not? All right, well, Susie, we'll, we'll pay you again. I guess at some point. So you gotta look at me. You're in front of me. I know. This is weird. Well, you know, hey, it's cold in the house. Stop looking at the screen. Look at me. The heater's not working right. What you do you want? You look at me. I'm, I'm right here. All right. I'm right here. You could touch me if you wanted to. <laughs> we're close. That's true. That's we're true. real close. So we're doing this um, off the cuff, and we're why we we have the original Blade Runner, 1982. On the on the television as well, just for uh, atmosphere and effect. <laughs> uh, we're sans Dustin um, on a Saturday night. Um, Dustin didn't like it. Well, <laughs> yeah, there's several reasons for that. One, he's probably with his fiance, and uh, yeah, and then uh, the other part is he didn't he didn't really like it. So, which is fine. I mean. Whatever. How old's Dustin? 31, 32. That's why. He's young. Well, I'm 35. I mean, I Yeah. All right. No. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, his taste is horrible. I mean, it's... Let's we'll see. He's, 30, well, he's 31, so he's Something, born in, like, like what? That. Well, I was born... This came out in, what, February of 82, and I was born in May. Oh, all right. So my incept date is May 30th, 1982. <laughs> Incepted. So he's like what eighty five, eighty six, something like that. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Who cares? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. So anyway, was out on VHS when he was born. Yeah, yeah right. So anyways, one so, of the many cuts. Yeah. So we uh, so we 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 watched uh, twenty forty nine. We rented it. We rented it through Google. Google Play, which is weird. Worked pretty good though. Oh yeah, no, it worked fine once we figured out you know where to put the passcode and well, it was audio. Remember that was doing that was doing that sound. Yeah, and the phone had to pick it yeah, up. Yeah, I picked it up. Yeah, that was bizarre. weird. Yeah, this is weird. Like technology, multimedia thing to do. The yeah, I had to admit though, like well, it was four ninety nine for the SD, and then you paid a dollar more for the HD. For the HD, and honestly, I th- I think I mean we watched it in HD, right? So we didn't watch it in SD. No. So I can't imagine what the SD would have looked like, but the HD looked really good. Oh yeah, it's yeah, it's a gorgeously shot movie. I mean, that's 
There's no question about that. I mean, it no. looked, it just, the look of it was yeah. just. Looked fantastic. Fantastic. So, uh, Blade Runner 2049, directed by Denis Villeneuve. Villeneuve? Something like that. I don't uh, know who that is. So. I don't know. He's, he's Quebecois. Is he really? Mm-hmm. He's wow. 50 years old. To me, he's one of the best. Well, I mean, even at 50, he's still, I guess, kind of a younger director, depending on... Peace who beater. Um, well, yeah. He did... Uh, he's done Prisoners, which I haven't seen, but I heard is fantastic. It's a movie? Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, uh, Sicario, which I thought was the best movie of 2015. Didn't watch that yet. I, I, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. I haven't watched it yet. Want to uh, see that, though. Um, looks interesting. The, the border shootout scene is... <laughs> Uh, he did Arrival, which I haven't seen. And that's the one I mentioned to you yeah. that I want to watch. Yeah, and then he did 2049. Um, August 32nd on Earth was his feature film debut, which I don't know. Maelstrom. Don't know that 2000, either. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. But uh, he's done some really high-profile stuff over the past decade. Really great. Just He just really has a good eye. And I think that uh, is something that we all agreed on for 2049 that really just shown was that uh, it just looked good. Looked good. It just looked really good. The shots were, were great, the, the long shots and the panning shots and cinematic kind of stuff was really good. Cinematography. Is that what it is? Yeah. 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 And we really, um, I was really impressed with how it really did justice to the original movie's tone and look and aesthetics and how it really felt like the same world. A little bit updated, but not crazy. You no. know, it, it, there were some things that were obviously a little more advanced, little bit different look for for the vehicles. Yeah, Nexus aids. Yeah, stuff like that, projections and all that stuff. You could tell it was more modern, but it wasn't like it was, you know, between now and, you know, like Star Trek. Yeah. You know, so well, it's 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's funny because I think and this is just me, I think that the way uh the 30-year time span, mm-hmm. right? Was really kind of perfect with the way you would think technology would advance. Yeah, that's... You know how you see, like... Yeah. Like, you an example. Like, here, here's a really good example. Then you mentioned Star Trek. Mm-hmm. So, go back to the original episode, the original, like, the TOS episodes, mm-hmm. right? And those sets look terrible. Oh, yeah. Now, granted, yes, budget uh, being what it right. is. And the guys right. probably did the best with what they had, right? Right. But, I mean, some of them, like, you know, the control panels, I mean, they were just buttons. I mean, oh, yeah. And then you want to go to warp whatever, and you're flicking a button. I mean, yeah. come on now, really? Yeah. You're not flicking a button. You're moving a lever. You're you're putting your hand across a touchpad or whatever. Right. And that's fine, whatever. But then you look at the movies, right? Right. And even, like, the first Star Trek movie, you know, probably bigger budget. I get that. Right. But, I mean... Wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're not really moving forward in time, maybe a couple of years. Right. You know what I mean? Because the original series is what, 60s? Late 60s? Mm-hmm. Right? So the first one was what, 79, I think, Something somewhere like around that. there? Yeah. So, you know, I think in this one, the way you put it, it, it's right. Because if you look at the first movie and 
Like, prime example. <laughs> right. You know, look at the first movie. And look at the tech in the first movie. Yeah. The video phones. Right. Right. The the computer screen and the spinner. Right. Right. And then when Deckard's, you know, examining the photographs, you're still using CRT screens because that was the technology right. then, even in real world. Right. 100%. Right? So they assumed that CRTs would still be around. Maybe there wasn't, maybe they didn't think there'd be plasmas in 2019 or whatever it was. Right. Right. So, but I think, you know, you look at this movie and you still see some of that, like, original tech per se. Yeah. You know, it was still big machines. Like, when he was looking through those, uh, those uh, goggles there, yeah. looking at those uh, those numbers and stuff. Yeah, it was still a a right. bigger machine, but had it was newer technology. It was still heavy, yeah. though. Yeah. yeah, it was big. It was heavy, cumbersome. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his guns the same. Yeah, they didn't change. Thirty years does not change. You know, primer based weaponry. I guess. No. <laughs> no, I mean it was it was smaller, and it looked like it had a more, it had a more rapid rate of fire. A little bit smaller. Yeah, and and yeah. definitely and did, was able to do more like a double shot like yeah. right away. But Deckard's gun is like a hand cannon. Too. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a definitely a different kind of thing. So and K spinner, right? With the little remote yeah. thing. Yeah, and but just even that looks sleeker. Antique. But even slim, like the yeah. lines were different. Yeah, and, you know, and he was still talking to it. Mm-hmm. Like Deckard talks to the screen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When he's telling it what to do, and yep. and and or even his, his boss's screen too. Yeah, Robin yeah. Wright's thing. It's yeah. all you know. It was still that whole kind of like monitor stacked on top of monitor yes. kind of thing. It's still that look. I mean, yeah, you don't have what's his name's office. You know what I mean? Where it looks like it's like, yeah. you know, from a gumshoe movie. Captain Brian thought yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, where it looks like a gumshoe movie from, like, you know, the 50s or whatever. But yeah. it, it still has that, you know, yeah. modern feel to it. Yeah. You know? But, uh, like, there. That's what I mean. You know, yeah. The CRT screen. But you're right. Like, it, it's, it has that, like, sort of retro modern feel to it. Like, if you looked at his spinner and it had a little drone on it, right. even that screen looked kind of retro. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You would think that that camera that it had on it would be a little bit more high tech, a little more high resolution, but it wasn't. Yeah. But it was serving a purpose. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think I think overall, I think the way they they, they made it look, you're 100 percent right. It's the original movie, mm-hmm. 30 years forward, and they didn't go crazy. They no. did, they didn't go outside the box. No, they did it right. And the shots too. Yeah, 100. percent I mean, exactly like. This. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I also felt like there was a, a lot of homage to, like, alien. There were a lot of alien feels to the sets. Feels? Yeah. and Is like feels? N- the feeling. Like, like oh, yeah, no. There's the, no, please, don't. That's deplorable. <laughs> the feels? Ugh, no, we don't. Really? You saw feels. that? Yeah, well, really? a lot, especially, don't you remember? Because when, uh, when he, when Kay visits the girl... You know the bubble girl. Oh yeah, and the doors. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. The the nods definitely. The 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 set definitely felt like it had nods to Alien. Well, should we should we talk about that? What's that? Well, the if you look on like Wikipedia and read up about Blade Runner, there's something that was on the DVD promotion or whatever like that Uh where the two universes are tied together. I could see that. Well, actually, they even, talk about that. Even when it um, when the spinner lands in the original one, in the scene that just passed as we're watching, the purge and everything, like when the spinners or when oh, they yeah, come yeah, up, yeah, says yeah. purge. Yeah, that's the same universe. Well, that's the same idea. Yeah, yeah. And Alien is what twenty sixties or seventies. Oh, that's right. You'll have to look that up. The original Alien. I remember reading 
like on the DVD something or other that there was a there was a, a note or a memo that was supposed to be like an internal memo like in the quote unquote universe mm-hmm. between um, uh, Wayland Utani and uh, Tyrell Tyrell Corporation. There was supposed to be like some little thing about where the universes are supposed to be somehow connected together, which wouldn't surprise me. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, replicants could be basically the, the pre versions of for Ash and yeah, for, for Ash for and Bishop, Bishop and, and yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be. It wouldn't surprise me. No, I don't know if I want my aliens mixed in with my Blade Runner, but <laughs> but I mean, right. I guess it is what it is. Okay, Alien takes place twenty one twenty two. So, 100 okay. years later. So, yeah, 100 years later. But in this, we're in the off-world colonies. We're already in space. Yeah, so it could be. So. Could be. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we both really liked it. and um, I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I no, I did, too. I, I, I did, too. Well, we should preface that, though, by saying that, obviously, we are both... Huge fans of the original movie. We were, before we started this podcast, Up Checkers, we were just mentioning that, you know, I personally have a DVD copy. I have a copy on my PS3. Right. I have a copy on my PS4. I have right. a copy on my computer. I have right. a copy on my phone. Right. <laughs> you know, like, and you mentioned, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, <laughs> it's like Eric and Ghost Ship. <laughs> yeah. Um, we gotta have a copy everywhere because you never know when you're gonna have that urge somewhere where you gotta watch Blade Runner. Well, I have, yeah, I have the final, I have the ultimate cut on <laughs> Blu-ray, and then I have what's like a six-disc special edition that came for DVD for many years, that came in the of the Voint Cop box. And have a mini oh, yeah. spinner and all that stuff. That's cool. So yeah. So yeah, we're we're huge fans of the original. Yeah. And we were both very leery of this. Yeah, we actually didn't see it in the theater. No. Which I wish we would have, but yeah, we we didn't actually get around to seeing it in the theater because we were both so nervous about it and busy. <clears throat> that and too. The holiday season being that what it too. Is, yeah. yeah. I mean, but yeah, I mean, I I was quite nervous, but yeah. I, yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. No, uh, it was. It was. No, it was good. It. Um, yeah, I mean, it was just good. I, I think if you appreciate the original movie for what it is, and, and you know it, and you understand it, I think you'll look at this one and say that they definitely treated it with respect. Mm-hmm. And you know, they really they they opened up the possibilities for who knows what else. Um, Do we want that? I don't personally. <laughs> But I think that you know, that's... You want Blade Runner the TV show? But I think that's how... Well, if I can be in it, all right. But, you know. <laughs> but, um, that, you, know, you know, it's funny, too. That's one of the biggest frustrations I had watching it. I was like, I looked at Ryan Gosling with that strange one eye that's, like, higher than the other one and just how he kind of stares off into nothingness all the time. <laughs> See? <laughs> and and I'm like, man, I, I, I wish I could have played K. That would have been cool. Uh, it's, right. it's funny. Cause my it, eyes are far more level. Right. I mean, <laughs> Clearly. I mean, your eye-to-eye distance is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you look at him, I mean, it's kind of like one of those Picasso blue paintings, you know? Like we're, <laughs> you know, we like Picasso. We do. And, and, and to be fair, I like a lot of movies that Ryan Gosling's been in. He kind of aggravates me because he kind of just stares like that all the time. Oh, so that's a thing? With oh, yeah, yeah. It's a th- right. Yeah, the whole... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, see, it's funny you mentioned that because, like, uh, I've never, I don't know, I didn't know, I should say, I didn't know. 
Is that how that is? If you could do that, like with your eyes, you almost got it. Without even moving your hands and touching, you got it. There it is. That's actually kind of creepy. Like your one eye is half closed. Don't do that. That's that's creepy looking. So, anyways, <laughs> so I didn't know any of these actors. Yeah, I don't know them from any other movie. I mean, I, I at the yeah. same time, I don't. You know, I don't. I'm not a. Well, there's a guy on like current movie. Well, it's it, it's like fifty fifty. I mean, Ryan Gosling is a pretty big star for like forty and under. Really? Um, yeah, he's. I mean, he's been around for a long time now. He's done some pretty acclaimed work. Um, Robin Wright, of course, formerly Robin Wright Penn, Sean Penn's wife. See, she sounds familiar. Yeah. Like I should know her in something, but she, I can't. She doesn't. She works a lot, but she really works like very like kind of understated. Right. I think. I, I think she's good. I think she's she's attractive. I, she's talented. I've never. Um, obviously, Dave Batista, as Sapper Morton. <laughs> Um, who was I thought fantastic? Oh, that great. was a great. That was, great. was a he wasn't great sequence. He, he wasn't in long enough. That's, yeah, that was a really long. good sequence yeah. that opens the movie, and um, and I, I just he 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 really did a he did a really good job. Yeah, um, the prostitute Mackenzie Davis, the one that oh the younger the younger Daryl Hannah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's she's uh, she's on this really cool show. You would love it called Halt and Catch Fire. It's all about the tech boon of the eighties oh. <laughs> and how these guys, this this guy, this kind of like con artist guy, gets in with this programmer and they start like trying to take on the big corporation. She's like, Silicon Valley. She's really? like a hacker in it. Yeah, it's oh, really yeah. cool. It's on Netflix. Right. I started it. I got like two seasons into it, and now it's at like four or five. It's really good. Wow. Well, I have to always pause from saying Halt and Catch Man because right. you know, but yeah. yeah, Halt and Catch Fire. So other than that, though, a lot of a lot of kind of like European actresses. Yeah, the the one the one bad uh, the one antagonist girl love L U V right or whatever uh, her name is something. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. I don't. Yeah, I don't know her, but I didn't know his love interest. Um. Oh, the the, the hologram. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know her either. Um. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't know either of them. Uh, of course, and then you know Jared Leto wasting I don't know. space. Is, I don't know him from anything either. Well, you know he, he first known as Claire Danes' uh, love interest on my so-called life. You know, with Corky never, or whoever it was. Never and, watched uh, it. I mean, nor should you. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like that's kind of what, <laughs> that's kind of what made him as a as a yeah, younger person. Yeah, fair enough. And he also does uh, Thirty Seconds to Mars. He's the singer. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, that's actually what he did for quite a while. Um, Ana de Armas. Still oh, so he's the singer. Of yeah. Thirty Seconds to Mars. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's an actor. Yeah. Oh. So he's uh, Viggo Morgan or Viggo Mortensen. Morgenstein, Mor- whatever. Morgan Mortensen. Yeah, or Keanu Reeves. Is but Keanu Reeves, but Macaulay Culkin with his uh, pizza-based rock band. Really? Oh yeah, Macaulay Culkin has a has a rock band <laughs> where every song is based around pizza. Oh, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, we. Do, I didn't know that. I mean, we we make songs about pee. So I mean, right, right. Uh, <laughs> Coming soon on Upchuck Podcast, yeah. you'll be introduced to that little thing. Yeah. Um, Love, yes. Yeah, the Pizza Underground. Pizza Underground. Yeah, the Pizza Underground. All right, well, we can only take so much Macaulay Culkin. Pizza-themed song names and lyrics. 
Yeah. He plays the kazoo, percussion, vocals. Oh, so no real talent, basically. Dina Vollmer plays the pizza box and vocals. That, that, that's all right. I all right, we'll have to look this up later. Right. That'll, that'll be another episode. The band was booed off stage <laughs> in Nottingham, England. <laughs> um, so anyways, so yeah, but uh, so it's like a 50-50 cast as far as people I knew. Lenny James, the guy that uh, ran the child labor force. He's uh, the uh, that where he goes to find the records. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a very well-known actor. He's very good. He's a British British guy. He's he's really talented. Sylvia Hooks. Hopes, well, whatever. We got to talk about the elephant in the room since we're going through cast. Okay. Harrison Ford. Oh well, yeah, sure. Harrison Ford is in the movie, not for very long, really. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> yeah, less than my other favorite uh, cast member who came back. Gaff. Edward James almost. <laughs> yeah. In possibly the most bizarre scene in the whole movie. <laughs> yeah. So Edward James almost, of course, plays Gaff, who's another Blade Runner in the yes. original film. And. He's well, retired. Well. So here's the thing. So there's no real timeline established as to how long Deckard was with the Force before he re- before he quits. There's no knowledge of of Holden or Gaff. Like we don't know how long any of these guys have been doing this when they came in. You know how did Deckard quit a month ago? Did Deckard quit a week ago? Did Holden uh, die? Holden? Well, now see, that's the thing. So, Bryant says, because when Deckard comes to him in the first one, he says, well, give it to Holden. He's good. And he goes, oh, he can breathe okay as long as they don't unplug him. Right. And there is a sequence that they shot that I wish they would have included where he's in, like, a giant iron lung. And Deckard goes... What, in this? Or in the original or the new one? No, it's in, like, one of the, like, 85 other cuts. And he's in this, like, giant pod iron lung. And Deckard goes to visit him. He just basically laughs at him, calls him an asshole. <laughs> what Deckard calls him? No, Holden calls Deckard oh. an asshole. Yeah, it's it's all right. It, it's really cool, actually. It's really it's really I interesting. Love that scene. Yeah, it's really interesting. There's, Man, I I really like the definitive ultimate cut of the first one that Ridley Scott did. It looks great. It was remastered and retouched. Coke. Enjoy coke. Um, you know, there's a couple couple little extra shots, but if you watch any of the other versions, the original theatrical cut notwithstanding, um, like the work print edition, the edition that they showed like in Dallas, the one that the, uh, there's all there's a couple different shots from all of them that I wish that I could I would put in and just kind of make the ultimate Aaron cut. Well, with modern technology being what it is, you probably could. Well, maybe I will. There I you go. Should. There you, there's your new project. That's yeah, a new project. All right. Aaron's but yeah, cut. so so Edward, back to Gaff. Yeah, so, so in what is possibly the most bizarre scene, <laughs> in a kind of bizarre movie, yeah. Gaff is in, like, this retirement home yeah. looking like Colonel Sanders... And Lady Acres, and, and talking to K, Agent K, uh, about Deckard and how they were like partners, and how they preferred to work alone, and they made sure that they were able to do that. And it's like this whole thing, and it's like really weird. And it's like two minutes, but it like it doesn't have. 
it's bizarre context. It's like the scene we're we're looking at now is about him saying that Deckard's jerking off because he made a matchstick man with a giant penis. Um, but uh, is that what that, that means? Yeah, like he's really? got an around, like he's fucking around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would never notice that. Yeah, the origami in the origami is actually very interesting. Like what he does, like he makes the chicken in Brian's office, you know, stuff like that. Um, And I mean, they're working together here, but there's nothing that suggests that they were partners. And he definitely—it's not even that he has disdain for Gaff, but he's not happy to see him. This is very interesting. Gaff's character and the dynamic between Deckard and Gaff is always weird and general. And then you. You exasperated by having Kay talk to Gaff in a senior citizen home after he's retired, and he just looks weird. Was he still doing origami? I think. In oh well, he makes a he makes a sheep. Yeah, he makes a sheep. Yeah. To Android's dream of electric sheep. Techno lamb. <laughs> yeah, that that part's that this part's weird. Strange. I was glad to see him in it. Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I thought it was, it was fantastic. Cool. And then you know the the. A b- virtual version, the CGI superimposed. What's the word you use what, for uh, for Rachel? Yeah. Well, no, that was a real actress, right? That Sean Young coached. But I, I thought I read to be like her, right? But I thought I read, and I could be wrong. That they like superimposed her face. Wow, that's some, yeah, yeah. That's very possible. Wow. I mean, it's well, it's not like it. Like uh, they did Peter Cushing. In Star Wars, where you well, know, that was fantastic. Though. Well, I was actually rather impressed with it. I know a lot of uh, British people weren't very happy. Yeah, but Cushing's estate, Cushing's estate, gave them right, right. the permission to you know go right ahead. The replication of it is what a lot of people were bothered by. I think I thought it was well, yeah, because you're bringing back basically, you yeah. know. But you know, they did that years ago. Did they? Yeah. Remember? Okay. Well, not in the same context, I guess, right. in a way. Years and years ago, I remember seeing like the music video that you know, it was Nat King Cole, okay, singing a Christmas song. I can't remember which one it is, okay. and then he was, do, he was doing a duet with his daughter, okay, Natalie Cole. All right, and they made the video, and it was him on one side of the video and her on the other side, mm. and they were singing together and like duetting at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that may have been your precursor to what you have now with bringing back Peter Cushing and making a younger. Sean Young reappear, right. you know what I mean? Right. But, I mean, it's funny you say that because I, I was reading about that, too, where they're like, oh, well, now that's going to be the trend. We're just going to bring back dead actors because all the current ones are terrible. So well, we'll, just, yeah. we'll just CGI dead actors. Oh, I mean, Sean Young's not dead. She's no. a wacko. <laughs> right. But I'm just saying, I mean, you know, that's, that was a... That scene was... Bizarre. Out there. Yeah, that was... That actually kind of... You know... <laughs> Ford's Ford's acting in that scene oh, was probably what he's done in twenty years. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was his, so his performance in this movie, hands down, oh. is the best performance that he's given. I only do eyes. Do eyes. <laughs> Hey. Folks, we're, listen, we're hey. really, uh, we're, we're not going to lie. We're really trying to, like, make this off the cuff. But, I mean, we had the original Blade Runner on in the background, and we're both staring at it and really having a hard yes. time doing the questions. Oh, oh, hey. Um, I do your eyes. But, uh, but yeah, I, <laughs> that sequence yeah, was, was just like. And then that, that, that 
yeah, moment. Yeah, well, and then... I mean, do we ruin that? Uh, well, all of our... All of our things come with spoilers. I mean, when he kills her, <laughs> when Love kills her. Boom, there it is. Well, he does it earlier in the movie, too, with the with the new one that just gets, uh, like, yeah, that gets dumped out of the, you know. The, well, the condom bag? Yeah, the condom bag. The, that is, see, I didn't understand that scene well, at all. Well, so here's the thing. So the overarching, sequ- the overarching theme of this movie is that, in the end, replicants have the ability... <laughs> To become pregnant, to give birth, to conceive, to spawn. And it's found out that Rachel had the ability to be pregnant. And so that's kind of what this whole thing is about. It's this it turns into this quest to find the child. And so at one point, uh, Jared Leto's character, Neander Wallace who is a very, very interesting character and who they did nothing with. No. And it kind of aggravated me. Yeah. It also aggravated me that it was Jared Leto because he's terrible. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. I don't know him for anything else. Like no, I said before, he just, but he, he, was, he didn't seem like that role fit him. Well, no role fits him yeah, well, because enough. he's terrible. Okay. He was the Joker in that new Suicide Squad movie. I watched a half an hour of it, and I threw up and turned really? it off. Oh, it was horrible. Horrible. That's a I've never seen a slower, more boring superhero movie. Mr. Chu. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, it's just awful. And Will Smith, like, trying to be Will Smith from, like, Independence Day. And really? That was nonsense. Doesn't matter. Terrible movie. But, yeah, um, so there's a scene earlier in the film where a new replicant gets, like, dumped out of this uterus. Kind of mag. Onto the floor, and it's it's female, and she's cold, and she's scared, and she's she's nude, and she's crying, and, and all this stuff. Now, what's really interesting is Wallace is the Wallace character is blind, so he has these implants that kind of are able to map out what he's seeing, and he's holding her, and he's touching her, and then it's like he's inspecting her to see if she has a womb. I guess that that's what I took from it. I inferred that he was trying to see if she had the baby parts inside of her. And then when she didn't, he guts her like a fish and lets her fall down the drain. (laughs) See, and this is actually where the weird part of this movie is. For me. One of many in two and a half hours. Right. This is the weird part. (laughs) See, okay, the first Blade Runner. I I mean, we're watching this now. Here's, Here's what I'm seeing from this. You know... You're, you have a corporation that's making these bioroids, for lack of a better term. Right. Right? Um, I mean, they're, 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 not, they're, you know, they're not boomers from, from, from a bubblegum crisis. They're not androids. Um, they're not Bishop from Aliens. They're unlike really anything else. They're very human-looking. You know what I mean? They bleed. Mm-hmm. But they have, like, every cell has a serial number on it. So, obviously, they're in, they're made. Now, it's never explained in the first movie how they're actually created. It's never explained, right? I don't remember them ever explaining There's never it. any explanation of how they really come about. Right. And they say that they create their minds somehow, and they only let them live four years somehow, right? Mm. And they implant memories so they can be 
uh, what's the word? I mean, they can be more human than human. Right. That's Tyrell's. <laughs> right. Right. You know, but like they never really explain like, or they never really go into like what age they create them to be. Like, you know, Sean Young looks like she might be what? 26 here. Sure. Rucker Howard looks like he might be 40, 40. Yeah. Leon looks like he's got to be pushing 40. 40 with the brain of a 20-year-old? Right. Or a 10-year-old, 2-year-old, I don't know. You know, Zora looks like she's maybe 38. Uh, Chris I, looks like she's, she's early 21. 20s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, so, I think a lot of that is based on what their designation's supposed to be. Mm. So, Rutger Hauer's character, so Roy Batty, is a Command. combat veteran, leader, captain, right. I guess you'd say, whatever, yeah. violent, train killer. Leon's uh, a heavy loader. Leon's an idiot. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. But yeah, yeah, Leon's Loads, like he, a... What was know, his job? Like loading atomic mass or something like yeah, that? Yeah, like something like loading, that. like heavy plutonium or whatever? Chris was originally designed to be... Pleasure a, uh, model. Basic, pl- your basic pleasure your basic model. Pleasure. You know, so she's hanging out in bars, smoking cigarettes, and... Using her lady parts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to not get pregnant. Um, I see. Now, that's an interesting point, though. No. I don't know. For me personally, I think the whole idea of them of them getting pregnant I, that kind of actually unnerves me. Well, that <laughs> the only problem I had with twenty forty nine is that I didn't really buy the overarching story. No, I just didn't buy it. No, I just didn't buy it. I didn't think that I didn't think they put enough emphasis on it to make it credible. Um, it was just weird. Like, and there wasn't much context for it. Um, I just didn't buy it. No, fair enough. It's the only thing about it that I didn't care for. That being said, it's a fantastic, you know. I mean, it's just, it's just so well done. But uh, yeah, it was the one thing. I'm just like you I mentioned can't. that. You mentioned that we were done. Yeah, I just didn't buy it. I just thought it was weird. I don't understand it. I don't know. It just didn't quite do it for me. Yeah. That's the only aspect of it that didn't do it for me. Um, so I don't know. I did. I did. I. The story, I guess, for me, it was interesting because I liked the bait and switch. With K? Yeah. yeah. I liked the bait and switch. I kind of like that. I like when they do that. Sure. I like a good bait and switch to a certain degree. I don't mind that. You know what I mean? Well, that was the thing because he thought his memories. Right. He thought that that made yeah. him the kid. Yeah. yeah. And then in the end, it's the, you know, it's the girl. Bubble girl. Bubble girl. Yeah. I mean, I, I do. I enjoy a good bait and switch. Sure. You know what I mean? And, and, and a movie and stuff like that. And when you really leave it. I mean, for me, I mean, yeah, okay, some other people may have picked up on it, whatever. You know, everyone's going to look at it and view it differently, and everyone's going to see it differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone, and some people might pick up on it quick, and some people might pick up on it late, like I did. And some people might, pick up, might not even pick up on it at all. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I, You know, I can't, can't speak for everybody. Mm-hmm. I know myself, it took me a while to pick it up. And then I was like, oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, and that, part of the, that was the part of the movie that, actually kept me going in the story well that actually made it made it work at least you know because given the context of what the story is right that switch made me go okay all right you know all right um i like to have the <laughs> not to go not to go back on the subject but they brought the Atari logo back in that. Yeah, and they put Coca-Cola in there, too. Yeah, Coke. Cool. I think Seiko was there, too. Yeah, all, anything. And Sony. Yeah. Because Sony had their hands all over this one. I mean, really that was... rented on the PlayStation. Yeah, which, this. I mean, it was... <laughs> Sony Pictures International released it, and then Warner Brothers distributed it 
or sorry, distributed by Sony Pictures, releasing international, Warner Brothers Pictures, United States. But yeah, you couldn't rent it on the the PlayStation, which was stupid because we wanted to rent it on there, and then we found out that it was exclu- the rental of stream rental agreement was with Google. Yeah, which is weird, but whatever. This is strange. <laughs> the off-world colonies. There it is. There you go. But yeah. So then we so we watched it and we enjoyed it. Yeah. Dustin didn't like it. Yeah, Dustin. You could tell. Dustin's funny because when he doesn't like something, because he's like five feet tall, anyways. Yeah. So when he doesn't like something, he kind of just like recedes into the couch. You notice that? Yeah. He, he does. Kinda he kind of like does this and he sinks in. And, and he gets um, very like he gets very like uh, like squirmy. well not quiet yeah he a little, little bit squirmy he feels squirmy and then squirmy. He, and he gets very vocal about scenes yeah yeah and Dustin if you're listening there's a couple times you ruined it for me there you go you were ruining it for me yeah Dustin but it's all right it's all, it's right. A, it's all in fun but yeah you're right he does he didn't like it I, I know although you know for some reason it just doesn't surprise, it doesn't surprise me. Really doesn't. Now, you know. You know what's really interesting. I ex- I was surprised you liked it. I was surprised you liked it as much as you did too. Really? I expected Dustin to like it more than you. Really? Yeah, I expected Dustin to like it more than you. Wow. Because you you have um, well, we were both against them making a sequel. <laughs> yeah. Both just like no, why? No, no, stupid. No, can't do it. But you have a very you have a very strong allegiance. Yeah. To source material. Yeah. Which put and then you, just quite honestly, you become very unfair. To yeah. Source I'll admit. Material. I'll admit it. You do. I do. And so I expected you to hate it. Yeah. And I expected Dustin to to like it. Really? Uh, yeah. More than you, at least. Wow. Yeah. And um, you know, no, no, but you said you thought I was going to hate it. Yeah. Oh, I absolutely did. Why? Why do you think that? Probably the same reason, same honestly. Reason. Yeah, probably the same reason, honestly. And and maybe not so much based on source material, like for me, because uh, I'll admit that. Right. I, I, I'll admit that freely. Right. But knowing you like I do, right. you know what I mean? There are certain things for you that are like the sacred cow. Oh, yeah, wow. That you just don't mess with. That's that's true. You know what I mean? This is true. That's very true. You know what I mean? So you just don't mess with a perfect thing. Right. You know what I mean? And, I mean... Okay, granted, yes, I'll, I'll freely admit that I don't own, <laughs> you know, the eight different copies right, right. of Blade Runner. I only own right. this copy, which is a rip to this copy, right, right, which right. is a rip on the... 85 so, copies of the right, same copy. Right, right basically. <laughs> it's a copy of a, a copy, copy of a copy of a copy. So, you know what I mean? So, you know, not that I would say that we don't have the same amount of... of, of Admiration right. for the first movie. Sure. Obviously, we do. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, along the same vein, this would be one in that series where, or one of those. This would be one of those movies where I would say, you know, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I was actually watching the movie. There's times where I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, Aaron's gonna hate this. He's gonna hate this movie. I can already tell. And then I didn't say anything, and I was like, all right, well, we'll see what happens, right? Well, but, no, because it was so evident, because, you know, Dustin was, like, throwing, like, a parade in the center of the couch with r- his anger. Right, right. So, I mean, and like, honestly, to tell you the truth, I really thought, <laughs> I really thought that you wouldn't like it, and I thought he would like it a lot. I did. I was actually really surprised he didn't like it. Part of me was, and then part of me wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, and, and same kind of thing. I really, you know... I it would be it's going to be interesting at some point 
you know, you know, at some point we're going to have to watch Ghost in the Shell. We have to. Uh, we have to. And that's going to be the bad one. Uh, I know. It's going to be the bad one. Well, we're we were ready to, I mean, we're getting ready to do adaptations. That's going to be our first theme. Right, right, right. Because right. we're going to do, right. I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll do spoiler alert. We're, we're doing Spoil- Die Hard. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So we're doing, uh, we're doing Die Hard <gasps> because I have a friend, <laughs> I have a friend, Matt, who is Folks, really, Aaron's going to take the picture of this face. Oh, yeah. yeah so yeah, you can see you can why. Yes. <laughs> and he, yeah, he's a really sharp guy. He's a really smart cat. <laughs> And he's like, Die Hard's not a... He's like, oh, Die Hard's not a Christmas movie. I, 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 <laughs> wrong. Yeah. And, wrong. And uh, so, you know, so he's going to come on the show and we're going to savage him. Um, but but Die listen- Hard is actually... Are you listening? Yeah, but Die Hard is actually based on a, on a book from like the late 60s. Really? Yeah. I didn't know Yeah. That. Uh, Frank Sinatra was contractually obligated to be offered the part of John McClane. Even Frank Sinatra in nineteen like seventy, I would have said no. Um, I fortunately ask, not. Yeah, I can't see Blue Eyes doing doesn't matter. doing that. Strangers in the night. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't even know if that's him. I don't care. Doesn't. Matter. I don't think it is. That, that doesn't matter. That may have been Dean Martin. <laughs> Either Dean way, Dean Martin. Love Dean Martin. But anyways, yeah, Ghost in the Shell. We can maybe do that as an adaptation. Yeah, I want to do a Stephen King one. We'll do Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. But anyways, um, back to this though. Yeah, so we enjoyed it. Yeah, we did. We enjoyed it. We enjoyed it quite a bit. I, I was, I was really, really happy with it. A lot I, of um, nods. What's that? A lot of nods to the original. Yeah. Oh, yeah. An homage. Good homage. Good, good tribute. Well shot. Beautifully shot. I and, was, and I can say, I, I, you know me. I don't know, you know, I don't know, quote unquote, cinema, whatever, cinematography stuff. Mm. You know, what I mean, that's not my, that's not my forte. I don't know anything about that. Granted, I've probably learned a lot more after doing these episodes with you guys. A lot more than I normally would. But but you can see it. You appreciate yes, it. Yes, yeah. yes. I can see it. And I can see where it's you're... Good. Oh, I love this. My favorite scene. And yeah. this is what I'm talking about. See? Like, that's like that's the that's the old yeah. CRT. And they didn't take that away in this one. No. You know? That was the good no. part about it. still it. kept it that... Yeah. That look, how heavy. Big, look how big that is. Yeah. What is this thing? Yeah. Is this, this is like 1980s... Uh, home theater, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, stacked upon stacked upon stacked. Brilliant. Upon stacked upon stacked. Brilliant. But yeah, we liked it. Yeah, I um, I really, I loved the, I thought the violence in it was really well done too. I thought it was just enough. Yeah. Well, it's like the, it's like the original too. I mean, the original one almost even has more emphasis on violence than this one does in some ways. You know. The first scene... You think so? There's only, like... There's only three sequences of any real fighting in the new one. Well... First scene was Sapper Morton. Oh, you, okay, okay. You know, like, right. the, the emphasis of it... Right. ...is really, really low. Um, okay. I think well, it's more... I think, the, I think in the original, I think the violence is more deliberate and more... I, I think you're prepped for it more. In, in the original? Yeah, because the way he's hunting them... 
Well, oh, yeah, know, yeah. I mean, obviously the whole final sequence. I yeah, think yeah. I think you're prepped for it a lot more in the original. Yeah. You know, you know that like yes, he's doing his detective work here, trying to find these people through these photos and doing his detective work. You know that they're out there, and you know that he's looking for them. And when he finds one, he's going to take them out. He's right. Or yeah. as, as, as Brian you know, tells him, you're going to find him, you're going to air him out. You're going to air him out, yeah. Right. So, yeah, okay, I get that. Yeah. But I think, I, I, my opinion, I think 24 Down is more violent. Well, I think within the sequences, I think it's harsher. But I think it comes out of, I think it's a lot less uh, expected. And that's what yeah. I think makes it more shocking. Yeah. Like when the captain gets killed, yeah. that's the best sequence. You know, yeah. the the dread, the pain, the broken glass, yeah, the, the nastiness of it all. But then at the at the, the moment they they cut out. They cut outside yeah, when she yeah. cuts her throat. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was fantastic. Yeah. No no sound. No, yeah, nothing. yeah, yeah. So that's what I, I mean. About like that. it, it kind of comes out of nowhere, and it just kind of happens. And truth be told, that ending scene, that ending fight scene mm-hmm. in the water, yeah, that was, yeah, that's that pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty intense. Yeah. And then the yeah. the part that really caught me off guard, well, you know how you mean like like you know, I don't know what you're saying, like not expected. Mm-hmm. The part that really caught me off guard was when he lands in like. The dirty area, mm-hmm. the dirty zone, and then like that satellite weapon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. is just like dropping, yeah, like whatever yeah. on them, like missiles yeah. or or beam web or what was it like, uh, like heavy something? I don't know, yeah, like, like heavy gun, like yeah, like heavy shelling, yeah, like something. And yeah. just people are just like, I mean, there was like there's yeah. giblets, yeah, there's chunks, yeah. Yeah, you're right. That part really kind of yeah, yeah. You're right. I, a lot. Yeah, you're right. I, a lot of it is kind of unexpected. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm thinking back on it, yeah, that, I think you're that, right. and that's why I think it, it has the effect that it does because it just kind of happens. Yeah, it works. Or even when they're in Las Vegas and they're oh, kidnapping yeah. Deckard. I mean, you know, there's going to be some sort of fight sequence. Yeah. But it just again, it still really just kind of happens very quickly. So I have to bring this point up. There's one part of the movie that bothers me. Well, two parts. Okay. Is that snow or ash? <laughs> That's one part. Yeah, right, right, right. And then uh, the, when you folks see the movie, you'll understand what I mean. But I, at the very end, we understand that it's snow in that area. Right. I don't like the way they ended with him on the stairs. It right. bothered me. Well, I think that's kind of... I know. It's tying into to Batty and his ending, too. It just bothers me. Yeah, does bothered me more when his when his girlfriend gets crushed. <laughs> that was messed up. <laughs> when her little emitter. Oh yeah, that was messed up. <laughs> that was kind of that, that was, was kind of that messed, was up. messed up. Yeah, I don't know that that ending. It just it just it, that's the only. If I have only if I have a complaint, that's the part that just kind of unnerved me a little bit. I'm like, man, this dude just went through like bullet hell. I mean, like yeah. ridiculous bullet hell, and then like. We can't get to a hospital. We can't medevac. Nothing. I think he. I think he was okay with it, though. I think that's part of it. Oh yeah, I know. Because he leans back and he has that look, and so I get that. But it's like, I don't know. For me, it's like, uh, nah. Well, why did uh, you know? Why did Betty have to die too? I don't think his. Well, he's a replicant. But I don't think his incept date was up. Oh, really? I, I don't, don't think so, if oh, I, I recall correctly. I, I, I think um, it didn't bother me. I, I, it didn't bother me because I think he was okay with it. 
there's a lot of suggestion because he knows what he is, which is a big difference. Oh yeah, the we original. Didn't, we didn't even touch How on that. Does not know what it is? You know, he knows what he is. Well, he knows he's a replicant. It's shown, right? He knows the cops. The cops all back on the fuck skin off skin job, yeah, exactly. and on his on his door, you know, like so yeah, he's subjected yeah. to that kind of criticism yeah. and racism or whatever you want to call it all the time. Um, and uh, I think that he he's just had enough. I think he he finally did something oh, okay. that made him feel fulfilled. All right, yeah. I mean, I, that makes sense. I see also that. Also, in the finality of knowing that he's not the child. Right. Oh, yeah. you know, I okay. think that he was really oh, bolstered by that. Taffy little buzz off. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that that's something that kind of gave him some direction. And then realizing that it's not him. Yeah. He completes his task. You know, he does something to to help his people. You know. Oh yeah, because they, we ne- we didn't touch on that too much. Well, about the rebellion. Well, yeah, those it's other like this thing that's slowly building. Yeah, that they don't really touch on. No, and, but but like Batista, that's his big thing. Sapper Morton's like, how do you fight? You know, how do you go to go after your own kind? And he yeah. goes, well, don't go after my own kind because we don't run. That's yeah. that's like. Yeah, I didn't think about that. That's, oh, that's, a, that's a good yeah. call. So I, th- I think that he, him dying there, I think he's at peace. All right. I think he finds peace. I just think it sucks. Well, <laughs> sure. I don't want I him mean, to die. You know, I mean, it sucks. But, but you know, it, gives, gotta, it gives him a purpose, I yeah. think, you know. I got to say, though, like like I said, I don't know him from anything else. Right. But I think he played that role really well. Well, he's he 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 does. He's not a bad actor. I mean, he does certain things really well. I mean, that character's slick. Um, Very slick. I mean, well, it's the same thing. If you see him in uh, like Drive or like Only God Forgives, did you see Drive? You didn't see Drive? I have both of those. Drive. You would like Drive. You wouldn't like Only God Forgives. I don't think. But Drive is cool. Drive's based on a novel by James Salas, and he's um, he's a stunt driver who. To, drives for like crooks for jobs oh i'm thinking of something else it's a very similar character it's very quiet very understated just kind of looks at people with that eye you know (laughs) Um, see i'm thinking of the movie see when you say drive you know popped into my head that movie with that dude and that girl that are like fascinated by like car crashes and have sex oh that's crash Oh, that's yeah. Crash. Yeah, that's one. That's, that's Deborah Kerr Unger. And, okay, so, that's, uh, so there's Crash and there's Drive. Yeah, okay, yeah. I just... That was one I mixed those two up. That's a book, actually, too. Yeah, J.G. Ballard. Yes, there's J.G. Okay, Ballard. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. I have that somewhere. Really? I have Crash. The, the movie? No, the, um, the book. book. Okay. Yeah. That's what I think of when you said Drive. I don't know, but anyways. I've never seen that's that one. That's a good movie, too. Yeah, I've never seen that. We can watch Drive. I think you'd like Drive. I yeah. think you'd appreciate Drive. Yeah. I just, I just think he was... I think... I mean, like I said, I don't know him or anything else. Yeah, he worked. So for he me, it was for so for me, it was like a fresh face. Yeah, and I was actually rather impressed. Yeah. I mean, I understood the character, and I think that he fit that character well. Yeah, I, I, I think I think he did a really good job as that character, staring into nothingness. Is, yeah. yeah, it's a talent. No, no, well, I fleshed that character. No, I think it was well. well. I think it was a well thought out cast yeah. overall. I mean, I and do. they they honestly fleshed out Kate really well. I think. Yeah. I think well, but that's what I mean. You understood a lot about him, and that's why I'm okay with him dying the way he does. Uh, because I think that they explained enough of him 
and what he was. Yeah. To to for him to get that kind of satisfaction at the end of it, even though he dies. I guess I'm just only seeing the arrows die in a movie. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that might that. just be my thing. I, I, I understand you know? that. I understand that. Because, you know, for me, it's like they make... It, see, it makes it look like... I mean, for me, it makes it look like Harrison Ford's the hero at the end. No, no, I don't you think know? so. No, I think it's I think it's very evident. Yeah. I think it's very evident that Cade did what he did oh, I know. to help the situation. Oh, I, I understand you know? that completely, but and, it's like like and, the lead character dies, and then Harris Ford shows up in the last like quarter of the movie and he's alive at the end. I mean well, it's like a, you know. Yeah, it brings it all back around circle, I guess, I from the first movie, whatever. I don't, I don't know. I mean that's I, I don't think that takes away from it. I think it actually Again, I, I mean, I think it's like everything else we've been saying. I just, I think it's fitting. I think it's fitting for it. Um, I, I, I think it just, I think it encapsulates everything about that character. Yeah. And he's okay with it. Yeah. So I'm okay with it, you know. I like Not, how, you know. I like how our off-the-cuffs are movies we like. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is, well, no, no, we did Alien Covenant. That was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. no. No. You know why I forgot about that? Well, <laughs> Stanley and Covenant. There you go. Because it's forgettable. <laughs> I was I was thinking of, of when we did Battle Royale. Battle Royale. You know, we loved that movie. And we loved this one. So, so, so the last big thing that I want to touch on is the uh, the treatment of women in this movie. <laughs> no, I, no, I think it's important because <sighs> there's a whole big thing about the way women are treated in the original one. And a lot of people. Speaking raised, of which, well, Joanna Cassidy. I mean, you know, nude, nude. But uh, you know, oh, there she goes. But there's like a lot of there's like a lot of backlash over how women are portrayed. It's not a plastic in Blade ring. Runner twenty forty nine. The raincoat. We established what that Slicker, is. Slicker trash bag. I don't know. <laughs> she's beating him up pretty good here. Strangling. Strangling him with a tie. So, I love this sequence. Oh yeah, sorry. So women in Blade. So this this is from an article, and Dennis Villeneuve opened. He he responded to some of the criticism. Women women in Blade Runner twenty forty nine are constantly objectified, turned into automatic helpers, puppets, and sex toys. The post dystopia built by director Dennis Villeneuve, cruel and dehumanizing to everyone, but especially to women. This raises important questions about the way sexism and gender depression are depicted in film. Questions that critics and fans have been debating since the film came out. Are they appropriate? When and how does a film cross the line from depicting realistic sexism to simply enacting it? Are the women in Blade Runner 2049 complex and realistic enough? And he weighed in himself. He said, I'm very sensitive to how I portray women in movies. This is my ninth feature, and six of them have had women in lead roles. The first Blade Runner was quite rough on women, women, something about the film noir aesthetic. But I tried to bring depth to all the characters. For Joy, the holographic character, you see how she evolves. It's interesting, I think. And I, 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 I have a real problem with the, the 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 idea that women are just objectified in this movie, I have a real problem with that. I think the female characters are very interesting. I think they're all very different, and I would argue that Joy, as the holographic kind of helper turned lover, is the most sensitive and layered character in the whole thing. I think you're wrong. Okay. 
Okay. And, okay. and, 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 but for the wrong reasons. See, I don't know what that means. You say that every day now. All right, let's, you say that every day. Because everything is wrong for the wrong reason. No. <laughs> okay. One, you are, you're, you're, you're taking a, a, a stance on something that really, I, I, believe me, I understand what you're saying. I, I think you're right if Joy was a woman, but she's not. She's a hologram. She's okay. not a woman. So in my opinion, whatever person out there wants to complain about the objectif- objectification, I did, sorry, I had to say it slow, of women in this movie is an idiot. Couple <laughs> reasons. Couple <laughs> reasons. One, the chief is a ball-breaking, powerful yeah. woman. Which is, to my point... Right, right, 100%. Um, love is a ball-breaking, powerful replicant. Right, but she's not a woman, then, either, by exactly. your logic. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Joy, okay, is a um, submissive, loving... Um, hologram, not a woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, the hooker, whatever her name is, mm-hmm. she's a woman. I'll admit that. Mm-hmm. I'll give you. I'll grant you that one. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, but she has shown it, it is shown that she has a sensitive side. Yeah. And is there anyone else? Is there any other women in the in the in the in the, in the movie? Oh, uh, the yep, bubble on. girl, huh? Bubble girl. Yeah, bubble um, girl. I don't think there was anything objectifying of her being in a bubble. She's shown as a smart, brilliant memory creator. She's one of the most powerful people in the, in the on the planet, right? And, uh, and then you have the head of the rebellion. The head of the rebellion, uh, replicant. A short part, but uh, again, she's replicant. not even a woman. Not, not a woman. Uh, then you have uh, Sean Young's character, Rachel. Not a woman. Right. And then you have the bioroid that was born and was gutted. And again, not a woman. So, you have two women in this movie. One is a powerful, very powerful chief at a police agency. And one that is a street prostitute. Where's the objectification? That's what I mean, though. Well... Right, and I, I get that. I guess I think though that you're, I think that you're actually backing up my point. Oh, I am because whether or not you identify them as female, or it's the female idea, like Joy is a female character. Oh, yeah, I don't subscribe to that. So, well, that's fine. Well, but, these but, people but, that do that are right, idiots, right? But she, she's it's it's a female portrayal, right? Okay. So, and if you don't look at the replicant females. As real females, either, mm-hmm. but it's still the female portrayal. Right. Regardless of that, I think that it's. However, you look at it, I think it's absurd. It is to absurd. say that the women and granted, so past, I mean, so there, past, there, I mean, there are things in regards to like when he's walking and the giant joy hologram comes up to him and talks to him and she's naked and you know and all that kind of thing and it's very much suggested that that can be tailored to be what you want but he's he knows what he is and he knows 
that he can't ever achieve that. Mm-hmm. And so and so then so he has this program, but he spends all his money on something so she can travel with him. And he's not even real. Right. He's but a replicant. That's, that, that's love. <laughs> and she says to him, I love you, as she gets crushed. <laughs> and it's very evident that that's not how she starts out, even if it can be tailored to, to kind of go to be what you are and who you want it to be. It still has to learn you. It still has to understand you. Right. It still has to be take time to develop a relationship with you. Right. And real human beings. Couple updates. I mean, yeah, <laughs> takes a couple yeah. updates from the internet yeah. to bring those yeah. uh, those sources online. And real, <laughs> real human being couples, people change all the time to work with their partners. And not even necessarily saying that's right, wrong, or anything else. But if you love someone, you learn to do things to try to help make them happy. And I think that that's the way that it's supposed to be. And he even does things to take, try to take care of her or to include her. Sure. You know, you know why don't you pour, you know, do you, do you want a drink? Like he, pour yourself one. He, he does things to try to. He knows to, she can't drink it, but he to, says to do it. To try to make it so that, I think he even pours two drinks. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He drinks both, but he pours but, one more. But it's, it's, it's the principle behind it's it. It's the whole idea that he, he looks at her as his partner. And See, if we go too far with this, I'm really going to say some things that... that, that that I shouldn't, so I'm gonna. I just think that it's. I think that it's ridiculous. I think that it's totally off base. All right, you're 100. Uh, I I think 100. percent I, I I'll put it this way. Your your rationale on it is 100 percent correct. 100 percent correct. I, I remiss with what I was saying. I mean, uh, I, 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 I get it. Your view on it is 100 percent correct, but for me. I find it absurd. No, I get it. Because yeah. they're not women. I get it. <laughs> they're holograms and they're rhyoroids. And for someone to now, if you're if they're if they're looking at it from the like you said the female ideology. Mm-hmm. Okay, I understand. I I understand why they would say that, mm-hmm. but they're wrong anyways. It doesn't make uh-huh. a difference whether it's female ideology or whether it's you know the fact that they're bioroids and holograms. For me, the way I look at it is is that you're trying to apply. Um, the term female objectification of women to objects that are that, that don't are even not have a designation that aren't women or are biorides or holograms. It's the same thing. It's the same thing with video games. You know, Gamergate, all these things. Oh, yeah. These these sure. these women and these 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 feminist groups or whatever are you know hammering on the video game industry about their portrayal of women in video games. And again, these aren't women. They're virtual characters. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you don't you don't hear you you don't hear the voice actresses, the the very famous voice actresses. I forget the the, the girl, uh, the, the 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 woman, lady, gal, whatever, who does the voice for uh, Ellie in Last of Us. You never hear hear her saying that. Oh yeah, you know. Um, everyone hammered on Hideo Kojima about uh, uh, Quiet's portrayal in MGS5. And Stephanie Jusen came out and says, you know, I don't understand. The character is what it is. It has nothing to do with it. Right. You know, I mean, I, I know fans of the game that are even like, oh, well, she's doing certain things in the helicopter. It's not the point, though. 
It's you know what I mean. It's right. the same. It's the same. It's in the same vein. Sure. You know what I mean? It, it, it really truly is. And it's like, you know, they, they want to they wanna talk about it, about it in video games, but I look at it the same way. These aren't women. Well, The Last of Us is a very interesting... Um, that's a very interesting point, though. That, that universe, everyone's treated the same. Like, everybody carries... Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I'm not saying... I mean? that I'm No, I, I just saying. think that's interesting based on this specific point. Right. Like that... The portrayal of female characters. Well, they didn't. You know, they didn't. The 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 the, the female, you know, the, the the female feminist organizations that are hammering on the video game developers over that. They never mentioned, at least as far as I know, they didn't mention Last of Us. I thought that that. Oh, I mean, that's one of the best stories that's oh, been sure. told in the past sure. twenty years. Oh, and, yeah, one hundred percent. But I mean, I'm just all and everything else. I'm just talking about like the way the feminists attack other, you know. Mm-hmm. Developers in general, yeah, yeah, yeah I mean? no, I and my point is like, especially with like you know Metal Gear Solid Five, when Stephanie Juston was like, "Are why are you kidding me?" Yeah. You know, because she was the model for the character, right? You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it wasn't you know in in Last of Us they created Ellie's character out of just you know random pictures mm-hmm. per se, whatever. You know what I mean? Um, but they had tied uh, what's her name's voice to it. Whereas in like MGS Five, not only did they use Stephanie Juston's voice. For a couple, for the, I mean, she's called Quiet. She only has like four lines in the entire game, um, but they used her face and her body as well too for the mocap. You know what I mean? So it was actually her being portrayed in the game. You know what I mean? Which they're doing a lot more now, especially mm-hmm. with you know Norman Reedus being in Death Stranding and this and that. They're mm-hmm. doing that a lot more, and Mads Mikkelsen. Mm-hmm. So they're doing that a lot more. You know what I mean? But you you hear these 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 feminists, you know, deriding these developers for this kind of stuff. And I mean, I just I just me personally, I just don't get it. And it, mm-hmm. it's the same thing in this too, where you have it's it's the same problem, just a different media. Right. Sure. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And, and it's it's and it's it's actually a bigger problem. People don't realize how big this problem really is. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. In the fifties and in the sixties, you know, women were portrayed. Terribly and objectified, you know, you had the housewife and this and that, and they were made to stay home and cook and this and that and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, and then the 80s, even worse, you know, and then in the 90s, you had, you know, the women in power suits and this and their pantsuits, whatever the case may be. And then they complained about that and everything like that. But the way I see it is, like I said, you're, you're trying to apply that to non-women. They're either not real or whatever, you know, that's... Mm. It's just silly, but you're 100 percent right. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, I just you know, I, I yeah, it, it, that's something that's just kind of stuck with me. I mean, especially with you know just the way that things are today, and 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 mm. the way that equality is is being just brought to the forefront more than it ever has, and the treatment of of people, you know, female, you know, racially oriented, whatever the case may be. I just think it's interesting, and I and I'm just I guess for me I'm surprised that it received that kind of backlash. Yeah, I just am. I just I I don't see it that way. I don't see it that way. And I can see I, I'm sure there are plenty of people that would, but not for me. Yeah, no, hundred percent. So, all right. Well, we've been uh, we've been rambling for quite a while. We ramble, and uh, so yeah. So on our scale of. Uh, you know, up checkables. Oh boy! Yeah, 
Well, I mean, we I, well, we already rated it when we when we watched it. We rated it amongst ourselves. Dustin gave it what a three, three and a half, <laughs> three something. Yeah, Dustin so, doesn't count. No, we don't. We don't. We don't apply not on this, this one. No, sorry, Dustin. Sorry, Dustin. So, um, I'm letting you go first. Well, I, I give it. A, I give it a one and a half, and I only give it. I don't give it a full one, only because the story to me is thin. Um, story to me is thin, and I just didn't buy it a hundred percent. That's the only reason why it loses any marks for me. Um, it's a fantastic movie. It's a fantastic addition to the universe. It's true. The acting's solid. The direction's solid. The cinematography's solid. Harrison Ford gives the best performance he's done in 20 years, hands down. Um, great casting overall. Great sound. Uh, music. You know, everything. You know, everything about it was, was good. And it doesn't feel like a movie that's two and a half hours before the credits just doesn't just doesn't yeah. so I give it a one and a half and like I said the only reason I give it that one half off is the story is a little thin to me and I just didn't buy it 100% but that doesn't detract from it mm-hmm. I could do another half for Jared Leto being in it but I won't do that <laughs> so. nice so that's it so. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> I hate the idea of giving I hate the idea of giving something a perfect score well, it's very hard. It, it is. It's, I hate the idea of doing hard. that. And, I, and you know, I, 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 I look at certain media and certain things, and you know, where you know, we're just discussing that recently about how rare it is for certain things to get a perfect rating, perfect rating, or you know almost I mean? all, almost perfect rating, almost perfect rating, and stuff like that. And and I and I really, I don't want to give it a one because it's not perfect, but. I really, really enjoyed it. I did too. And well, I can't I can't say that I didn't like it because of this. If I have only one complaint, it's that he died at the end, but I from your from your perspective, which you know influences me to a certain degree, I, I get what you're saying. I just don't like it because it feels it feels right. shitty to me, but I I have to give it a one. I can't be I can't I can't I can't detract it because I I was a huge fan of the original I was very pensive about going into this. I was pensive Kratos about yep. going into this. I had the yep. pensive Kratos face. You know what yep. I mean? Going into this. That pensive Rise Gosling face. Right. And 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 I was you know, we, we use we use one, as we've said many times, when we're pleasantly surprised. Yep. Well, this is a prime example. Yeah. I was pleasantly surprised. I, I really enjoyed the movie. There you go. All your points are 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 perfectly valid. I, I can I can only echo the things you were saying. You know, I don't know like it's, you know me, I don't know too much about like cinematography and, and sound and things like that, but I can appreciate it because of being around you guys and, and you guys know so much more much so much more about this kind of stuff. And you can like you'll say like you were we were watching the movie and you said, Oh, that's such a great shot. And I looked at it and I'm like, Yeah, it does look really cool. And I don't know what makes it a good shot, but I just know what I like. That's just what you see. You know what I mean? It's and, just what you see. And I liked it. And I loved I loved the little homages. Yeah. I loved Gaff being in the movie. Yeah. I liked Harrison Ford being in the movie. I liked they brought back Sean Young. I liked the way the spinners looked. Yeah. I liked the technology. Yeah. I liked everything. I liked the Atari logo they brought back. Atari's not even a company anymore, I don't think. At least not the way it was. Yeah, you know, when that movie was done. Yeah. You know, the Coke sign, the off-world colonies. Yeah. When he's walking through the museum, you see the Nexus 6 yeah. and the Nexus 8. And it's all those little things, you know. Yeah. It, it, it was, for yeah. me, that's the stuff that... 
that was like, wow, this is this is the same universe. This is the same movie. It's 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 like watching you could watch the first one and watch this one back to back and there's no it wouldn't mess you up. No. You know what I mean? No. Like Alien and Aliens are great movies. But they're very different. They're very different. You know what I mean. And, and if you watch the first one, and you don't, and you've never watched them before, and you watch the second one, you'd kind of go, "Is this the same movie? Is there, right. Are this in the same universe?" Right. You would be a little kind of, eh, but you, but we like both. Oh yeah. We like Aliens, and we Love like Aliens. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in in this movie, the only real difference is the fact that you know, Blade Runner here looks a little old. Yeah. It looks good, but it looks a little old. The original one is more vertical, where twenty forty nine is much more horizontal. It's a much bigger yes. movie. Yes, I, yeah, I see that. You know, and I where where that. where where eighty two is really in buildings and up and yeah. down and yeah. compact. This one, you know, the yeah. one's a little more spread but, out. But it's funny you say that because there are scenes when he's walking through the street and people are holding those yeah. neon light tube oh, yeah. umbrellas, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's things like that. The only thing you didn't hear in this in 2049 was the crosswalks. Don't, don't walk. Don't walk. Cross now. Cross, cross now. now. Yeah, you know what I mean? That's the only thing. And, and you know, I that's it. I, I liked it. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. It was really good. It was really good. Absolutely. So. What, um... What are some other movies that you would say are like a one for you? Like just off off the cuff. Off the cuff? Yeah, like other movies that you just you you consider Oh, oh god. You know, you basically consider they're they're ten out of ten, a nine and a half out of ten, a, a one out of five for us. Uh, well, I mean I I Wow, you fucking got me there. I would have to really kind of. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm. Aaron notices that I'm looking over at my DVD rack, and there's a reason. We, there's a reason why. Because if I buy a movie on DVD, I'm actually spending movie on a, money on a movie. It's one that I really, really like, and I'll watch whenever I, whenever I want to watch it. Yeah. So I'm looking at my rack right now, and I am seeing a few on that rack that I say to myself, "Oh God, did I buy that?" <laughs> um, Johnny Mnemonic. Yeah, that's a good movie, though. Um, it's a fun movie. I mean, I, I guess your classics. I mean, like there's certain movies that are just classic movies for me that are that are ones. Um, the first Star Wars movie, you know, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. That's a one for me. I I love everything about that movie, but that's again I'm a Star Wars nerd, so whatever that doesn't you doesn't know, matter. I, I guess you can't say that. Um, the first Mad Max, mm. that's that's a one. I I there's not a scene in that movie I don't like. I love every bit of that movie from beginning, and I can watch it a million times. Uh, Enter the Dragon, mm. that's a one. I absolutely love that movie. I can watch that. I'm thinking of movies that I can watch anytime. Sure. Over and over again. And never get bored by yep. it. Um, I, I mean, it's sad because, I mean, I'm looking at my rack. I mean, yes, there are some in my rack that I wouldn't consider ones. Like, Mortal Kombat is not a one. It's a good movie. I bought it on DVD, <laughs> but it's not a, it's not a one. Um, Snatch is a fantastic movie, mm-hmm. but it's not a one for me. Um, Hard Boiled is a one. Battle Royal is a one. Um, that's really about it. I don't think. You know, that's something we would do. That's something we'd have to do. I think we'd have to write a list 
a mm. small list of our ones, our personal ones. I, I that would be interesting. What about you? What's your ones? Um, first Alien. Really? Alien's a flawless movie. Flawless. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Alien. The original Alien's a flawless movie. It's as close to a perfect movie as you will ever get, in my, in my opinion. Okay, I'll admit, I love that movie. I wouldn't give it a one. Yeah. That's just me. That's yeah. There, well, I wouldn't give of, I wouldn't give Star Wars a one. Right. I, I mean, absolutely. You know. For me, Alien, there's a little bit of a pacing problem for you with that one. Well, yeah. Yeah. You know. well, it's it's uh yeah fair enough. It's a pacing problem in Star Wars. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I'll, I won't deny that at all. You're 100 percent right. You know. Sorry, um, so Alien, but but yeah, I mean, but that and that's just how it goes. So right. uh, Alien, um, I, I'm I'm uh, Blade Runner for me is oh yeah, is I mean, pretty I, much. I mean, the first one is is pretty much you know, I mean, it's got some story issues and stuff like that. But it just I have six matter. copies around, so it's a one right, for me. so it doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> so that's a one. Um, a newer movie, actually, the the guy that wrote the. Sicario. I would give Sicario one. Really? And I would give uh, the, the another movie that Taylor Sheridan wrote, uh, Hell or High Water. That's also a one. That's a flawless movie, too. And I know one other. Hell or High Water is a flawless one. And I know one of the years it might be a one. All right. What's that? Heat. Oh, yeah. 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 Heat's a one. I hate that movie. Heat's, what's that? I hate that movie. You, know, you said you never watched it. Did I? I don't remember. You said you've never watched it. Is that in that one? Yeah. Oh, I'm thinking of something else then. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I'm yeah. thinking of something else. Yeah, no, you said you've never watched it. Yeah. Um, we watched that. I have it. Yeah. Um, heat. Um, I, I knew you'd like Heat. The Evolved, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Witness. The Thing. Witness. Those are both ones. Witness. Is that Harrison Ford? That's Harrison Ford. I didn't like that one. I love love it. All right. it's just It's got everything. It's yeah. yeah. Great direction, great story, great acting. Um, great pacing. Everything about Witness is a one. Uh, the thing for me is a, is a perfect horror movie. I think I have to watch Witness again. I have that too. See, I, when I watched it the first time, yeah. I was young, mm-hmm. and I don't think I get it. It's a tough. Yeah, I can. I can. Understand I don't think I got that. it when I was. Young. Anytime you want to watch Witness, we can watch Witness. Right. Anytime. Um, and the thing. Yeah. Yeah, love the thing. Great movie. Great movie. That one I've seen. You know, I mean, I'd, I'd have to watch that again. You watch the thing anytime you want to. For someone who likes John Carpenter as much I know. as you do, like I know. me, I know. Especially early Carpenter, I don't understand why I mean, you don't like. It's got Kurt Russell. It's got Keith David. I know. It's got great gory like '80s effects. Well, I don't. I, I'm surprised. I just I'm surprised you don't like in it. In the that. same vein, I love Big Trouble in Little China, and you hate it. That's a different kind of story, though. That's but, a campy. But it's Carpenter. I know, no, I know. Yeah, I know, but I can rattle off more Carpenter I don't right. like than I do because right. he like he lost something after like in the mouth of madness. Right, right, right. Which is not a, which is an okay movie, right, not right. a great movie. Um, right, so the thing, so the thing, witness, witness, uh, seven. I would say seven's flawless. Really? Oh yeah, seven. Oh, seven okay. is a flawless movie. It's a good me. movie. I like seven. I I love. I don't want you to one, but I like it. Fincher in general, but uh, yeah, I I well, seven for me is a movie I can watch. Actually, the last time I watched it, I watched it two nights in a row. Really? Yeah, on Blu-ray. I just it just I wow. Just haven't watched it in a while, and yeah, yeah. I do that too, though. I mean, yeah. I, I watch a movie, you know, two yeah. times sometimes. You know, yeah. um, you ever start a movie, watch it, and then watch it again. No. You know, just because you yeah. don't like it. Absolutely. Or time in the background. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that I can say that I think is, to me at least, is pretty much flawless. I don't know. It's tough. 
Well, I would venture to say you've probably seen a lot more movies than I have. Your your movie tastes and everything. You you watch a lot more than I do. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I like I'll watch a movie and if I like it, I keep watching yeah, it. Hey, whatever. <laughs> Absolutely. Although Although well, okay, so you have so how many you got there? You got Witness? Heat. Witness, Heat, the Sicario, thing. the Thing. Sicario, Hell or High Water. Hell or High Water. Seven. Seven, Blade, Blade Runner. Blade Runner, Alien. Alien, that's like eight. Eight. Eight or nine. Yeah. So you have like two more for the list. Okay. Uh, Blue Ruin. That's a cool little movie. Um, really? I didn't even heard of that. Oh, yeah. Well, the guy that did uh, Green Room that you didn't like too much with Patrick Stewart. Oh, yeah. I like same, same writer. Wrote that. There's a couple good scenes in that. I, I like Green Room. Blue Ruin's about a guy, he's homeless. Um, there's no explanation for why. He kind of lives out of his car. Doesn't cause anybody any trouble. The police know him, and one day they bring him into the station to show him a clipping of the guy that killed his parents. He's getting out of jail. So then... He kills that guy, and it starts this whole feud oh, all right. between him and the rest of the family, and it just ends oh, that'd be all right. bloodshed. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, I thought of another one. Fantastic. I, I, I thought of another number one. All right. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy's good yep. movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boy's good And Akira movie. for me. Yeah. Yeah. First Akira. The, the original Oh, boy's good movie. That's good. <laughs> no, watch that again. Yeah, I haven't watched Old Boy for yeah, a long time. Yeah, I haven't watched it in a while. Um, I mean, you could keep going and keep going and keep going, but that's it. You know, it's 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 just in the end, it always comes down to taste. You know, and your own personal preference. You know, I think there's something to be said for people who can, you know, explain things about a movie and why it works or why it doesn't. If you're willing to listen to that and say, okay, no, that makes sense. You know, I think you can appreciate something more. But in the end, it always comes. It all comes down to what you feel and what you think, and the feels. No, no. <laughs> Good segue, by the way. Okay, I'm gonna mention this. We talked about it yesterday. All right. I watched District Nine. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. we're 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 off the cuff. We're not any time. We're not any time constraint here. No. So we're off the cuff here. Dustin's not around. It's just me, you, and pets. And one of the cats. Anyways, so so I watched District Nine. Yeah, never watched it. Right, wanted to watch it. Right, never had a chance to watch it. Right, right. Um, Neil Bl- Bl- Blomkamp, whatever his name is, um, he did those uh, Halo shorts yeah. years and years and years ago. He made those three little short Halo movies. They weren't like they weren't actually like part of the Halo universe per se, but they were in the they were in the universe, and they were fantastic. They're really well done. So, you know, I watched uh, Chappie mm-hmm. before I watched District 9. Chappie was all right. I mean, it was a good movie. I understood it. Um, you know, it was it, – it, it, it's a very emotional movie. And it, and it was good. So I figured, well, I'll watch District 9. I wanted to watch it. Never watched it. Watched it. And so I watched it. And as I told you the other night <coughs> – as a, you know, consequence of doing the show with you guys now, I read about a movie I watch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Now, because like I'll, I'll watch a movie and then I'll oh, love that scene. 
So I'll watch a movie and I go back and I read about it on the on the internet. Mm-hmm. I read what like critics have to say and and try to compare things like that. I never I never used to do that. Right. You know, and as a as a result of doing the show with you guys now for for what two years now. Yeah. Um you guys have kind of influenced me on how I watch movies now, which is a good a good thing in a good way. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, I've become more um more observant to things in movies now than I ever was before, you know? So I watched this movie, and like I told you last night, I think I liked it for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? Because I was reading reviewers, and reviewers were talking about, you know, the, uh, the how the movie resembles the apartheid, and this and there, how it echoes the, the sentiments of apartheid in South Africa, and all this stuff like that. And like I told you, I, I, it had alien guns, mm-hmm. and it had a powered exoskeleton, yeah. and it had giblets. Right. And that was cool for me. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so that's, you know what I mean? That's it. But, right. yeah, this is, it's, I'm, I'm bringing it up because, you know, this is something that, like, for me, I, I enjoy doing this show. I enjoy doing the podcast. I enjoy doing these with you, these little off the cuffs mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, and because of that, I'm kind of learning more about how to appreciate movies. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's great. I, I'm definitely learning how to appreciate movies more. It's what have you watched recently? What's that? What have you watched recently? I just watched Hell or High Water again the other night. Oh, have you um, ever seen it before? Yeah, I've seen it one other time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's on uh, Showtime right now. Yeah. Showtime. Have you watched anything recently you've never watched before? Yes. What'd you watch? Well, I tried watching Justice League. <laughs> I got 45 minutes into it, and I turned it off because it was horrible. Okay. <laughs> have you watched anything you liked recently? <laughs> Hell or High Water. <laughs> that um, you haven't seen before. <laughs> No. Because you, you mentioned Suicide Squad. That was terrible. Right. You mentioned Justice League. That's terrible. Or, I'm sorry, Suicide Squad, not Justice League. I, only Suicide Squad. I can only oh, deal okay, with so okay. much <laughs> crap. Um, sorry. Yeah, so Suicide Squad. Couldn't even get through it. I watched this movie with Denzel Washington. Oh, um, An early, early one. Younger Denzel Washington called uh, Ricochet. Really? Yeah. With I think the, I may have seen with, that. Where he's a cop who puts uh, John Lithgow away, and then John Lithgow escapes from prison and tries to go after him. It's it's horrid. It's it's okay, awful. So that's a bad one. It's awful. Anything you've seen you liked? Yes, actually. Okay. I just watched, and then, so after that, I watched... Hell or High Water. Hell or High Water. <laughs> um, no, I watched a movie called Sea of Love from 1989 with Al Pacino and... 1989, Ellen Barkin. I've never heard of this. It's the first movie that Pacino did after Revolution in 1985. I've never seen that. Which is, I've never seen that. It's a was was such an awful failure that he literally stopped working for four years. He was so distraught. Yeah, he was really distraught and frustrated over it. So, Sea of Love is the first movie that he did um, after that. And he plays a cop in New York City. What a surprise. Uh, <laughs> John Goodman's in it as well. Michael Rooker's in it. Like a, there's a Sam Jackson has a bit part in it because that was before he got, you know, bigger. Uh-huh. It's got a crazy amount of people who got, you know, well known over the next five or ten years after it. Um, and basically, there's somebody that's killing guys who are uh, doing things in personal ads. You know, because, you know, it's the late 80s, so it's a little bit different. And so this person is murdering these guys who are creating these personal ads. So they set up a sting to see if they can catch the killer. Mm -hmm. And he ends up falling for one of the potential suspects. 
and he's a mess. He's kind of like a quasi-alcoholic, and Mm -hmm. a colleague has stolen his wife and all this other stuff, and um, it's very, very interesting. It's very, 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 very interesting. I'm trying to think Ellen Ellen Barkin. trying to think who she... Oh, okay. Never Mm -hmm. mind. I know her now. She was in The Adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the 8th Dimension. Yeah, so, you know, like 1989 Ellen Barkin. Um, but it's a good movie. I, I really enjoyed 1984, it. 1984, Alan Barkin. You know, uh, yeah. Adventures of Buckaroo Bonds. There, there you go. Dimension. I mean, there you go. <laughs> um, so you enjoyed that one? Yeah, I really, really liked it. it. It gets just a little bit loose in the final final moments. It, it's you know, The ending's a little loose, but um, I really, really liked it. Yeah, I thought there it was good. Go. I was very, very pleased with that. Um, I started watching American Gods, the show. I watched the first episode of it. How is that? I thought it was stupid. Really? I'm going to watch more of it because I, it's a Neil Gaiman thing, so it's very abstract. Yeah. And it's got Ian McShane, which is worth anything to watch anything with Ian McShane. Yeah. I wasn't impressed by the pilot. I didn't think it was very good. Really? Yeah. And it's 50-50. People either really love it or they hate it. Yeah. It's one it, or the other. It looked... It I looked fascinating. I looked at it and I'm like... Oh yeah, I could get into that, and then I'm like, I wasn't I wasn't impressed with the first episode. Wow! But I'm not gonna I'm gonna I'm not gonna quit. I mean, it's only eight episodes, so right. I'll go through it. I'm really interested in that altered carbon. That looks slick. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That too. looks that that's on now. Is like, it? Yeah. Yeah, I want to see that one on Netflix. That's the British one, but the ki- the two kids. Oh yeah, you got uh, the end of the fucking world. Yeah, that's that one. Yeah. That that trailer looks great. Uh, that just looks like she's funny as hell in that. It, it looks really funny. And then uh, I've also been watching Going Through Banshee again. It's another show. I've seen that wow. before though. But I never watched these. Sh- I, yeah. I, I, Banshee's I just, a Cinemax show. It's fantastic. Really? Yeah. This guy gets out of jail Did after fifteen years. Gets out of jail after fifteen years, and he tracks down the woman that he was in love with. That was also his partner. And by chance, he's in this bar, and there's a new sheriff that's going to be sworn in, like, the next day, and he gets killed in a fight, so he takes his identity, and then he, like, juggles being a criminal, like, a high-tech, like, high-end criminal with being a sheriff and, like, dealing with a woman he loves being married to somebody else and all this stuff. It's crazy. It's it's an insane, it's an insane that show. It's fantastic. It's, See, it's, it's not... It, it's a little It's a little over the top, but they do that on purpose. Right. Fight sequences are... Insane, insane. So I watch documentaries. Insane. Yeah, there I you go. Watch, you know yeah. what I mean. I, I watch documentaries. I don't watch movies, which is terrible. I was doing though. I love doing. There you go. Dennis Villeneuve is supposedly going to be doing a remake of it. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it'll be good. He's a good director. Yeah. Well, that'd be all right. Because the first movie, the yeah, at first least be interested in seeing it. The first movie is absolutely terrible. Yeah, it's bad, but I love it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Blade Runner twenty forty nine is a recommended movie. Oh, yeah. We both enjoyed it. We loved it. Oh yeah, watch it if you're a fan of the original. You oh, yeah. will absolutely enjoy this one. I think. Yeah, I do too. I, I, I think you'll like it if you if you know it. If you understand the universe and you like it, mm-hmm. you know what's funny though too. We didn't touch on this. What's it? Well, the games that came out afterwards. Remember, there was that one. There was a game for the PC that came yeah. out. Yeah, that's like concurrent with the story. The original, yeah. But yeah. now it's not. It's it's now it's not even valid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it took them thirty years to make a sequel, so that's it. 
I don't know. I wonder. Maybe, maybe, maybe game. Maybe another movie. Maybe TV show. We'll have to wait and see. But as of right now, it's a good movie. They definitely have some things in the way that this one was set up where I could see them doing another movie. Sure. Replicant Rebellion. And Ridley Scott's even intimated oh, that he might want to. Really? Although I think he's going to finally step away from Alien. Yeah. Well, we haven't killed that off yet, so. Yeah, well. There's always time. Yeah. So, all right, well. The cat's looking at his butt, so it's time to end yeah, it. Yeah, cat's doing the stretchy leg thing. <laughs> Batteries at 13%. <laughs> I have to pee and drink water because I'm thirsty. Yeah. That's, that's, and there Empty. you go. So, uh, so, yeah, so that's it. So off the if, you, if you've made it through this whole hour and a half, I applaud you. Oh, my God. But uh, good luck. Well, there you go. Just, so. just shut this off after the uh, after the rating. Wait. Sure. Yeah, there you go. They weren't listening. Yeah, they yeah. weren't listening. Then. Yeah. So. You're lost. All right. <laughs> We're just, we'll just keep grunting for another five minutes. Uh. And. Uh,